0: Welcome to Creative Solutions, where we are here to help you reduce stress, create a more satisfying customer experience, and of course, make more money. What's up everybody, it's Big Rich with the Creative Solutions Podcast, and today we are gonna start talking about what type of person would best fit a realtor career. Now, there are a lot of different things involved with this opportunity, okay? And honestly, it's almost an oxymoron because most of us get into real estate because we like the flexibility, But most people don't understand that you actually need to have a regiment when we're doing this. Uh, Some people enjoy the opportunity of just looking at houses and doing random things, but there's also back-end paperwork that may not be so desirable or vice versa. Maybe you are the quieter person who likes doing the paperwork, who likes doing the nitty-gritty, but you don't like putting yourself out there in front of people much. There's a few things that we're going to talk about today that make you a great person to be in real estate. And hey, maybe this is the one for you, and if it is, hopefully we'll see you out there. Now, the first thing we're gonna focus on, obviously, everybody's biggest is the flexibility. Now, flexibility in real estate means a couple different things. One, that means on a technicality, you do get to make your own schedule. If you wanna start at 8 a.m., you can start at 8 a.m., and if you wanna finish at 10 p.m., you can finish at 10 p.m., but to everything we say today, there is a little bit of a caveat. Now, you can set your own time and standards. Now, depending on are you trying to be a full-time realtor, is this just a side gig, right? If you're a full-time realtor, yes, you do have the ability and the opportunity to set yourself up how you wish, but you also have to be ready, willing, and able to respond to a call to show a property almost at any time of the day. You got to remember, as a realtor, we work for the people that work regular jobs most of the time. That means they're working a ninety-five. When are they going to be able to look at a house after five p.m. All right, and so or on the weekends. So that's just a couple things to think about now. When we talk about flexibility, you know, you are your own boss. That's an awesome thing. But that can also be a very hard thing. When you are your own boss, unless you get into the business and work with somebody that's more experienced than you or hopefully with a brokerage or a manager that just really knows what they're doing and they can help you and push you and drive you in the right direction, it can be very difficult to... Pursue excellence yourself, you know? When when you're the only one, you don't know the better. You don't know if there's a better. It can be hard sometimes to make this actually work out really easily. So, although this is a very flexible job, you are gonna have to put in a lot of work to make this happen, and that's okay. That's part of the fun of being a realtor, is learning things, you know? A lot of people say, you are always a student. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing anything, you will always be learning something. My father's been doing it for 15 plus years, to the day, hey, he has a lot of knowledge and experience and understanding, but there's still things that even he learns or situations he sees that could have been handled differently or different types of things like that. So just be okay and comfortable with being uncomfortable in this job. It's gonna be worth it though, I promise. Um, another thing that we wanna talk about is your income potential. Now. Real estate is a female-dominated career, and part of the reason is, is it's a very easy career to start and be able to do a part-time gig in it, but make a really good amount of money, honestly. Um, We actually noticed that a lot of mothers who have kids and have a little bit of time, they do become realtors because it gives them the opportunity to bring a good chunk of money in on a monthly basis. I mean, here in Ohio, If you sold one house a month you could be bringing anywhere from one to three thousand dollars on that deal and that's an awesome chunk of change for showing somebody some houses make sure the paperwork's done properly you know knowing some lenders knowing some title company and make sure things are done right it truly is awesome now if you're more of the hey i want to do this full time i want to make this a full career i want this to be my thing forever and i'm game on for it hey There's always opportunity for that, but that does mean that there's a lot that's going to go into it. You know, we got to think about marketing yourself, branding yourself. You also got to think about, you know, hey, are you responding to clients quick? Are you taking care of clients in the proper format? Are we protecting, one, ourselves as a realtor, but also our clients as buyers and sellers? There's a lot that goes into it, but man, it truly is a fun opportunity to do real estate. Now, with the income potential, I would almost say that there's an unlimited potential. Uh, You can make as little or as much as you choose. Uh, If you want to make $100,000 a year, you can. And in real estate, depending on where you are, you can make millions of dollars. Just again, location is going to be a big difference. So here in Dayton, Ohio, where we're at, might not make millions of dollars being a real estate agent. But if you chose to move to a big city where there's a lot of sales, a lot of capital, man, the opportunities are always endless when it comes to real estate. All right. Uh, Another thing, paycheck. It's determined by your productivity. So what you do, you will get paid for. What you don't do, you won't see a check for it. And that is where real estate can be both rewarding, but it can also be a challenge, all right? So if I don't go show properties as a realtor, if I don't make a call, if I don't answer the phone when I'm getting called, and if I don't do those things, there's no check coming down the line for me ever. I have to be moving. You have to be productive. You have to be forward thinking. There are different steps that, and again, this is part of the regiment. There's things that you need to put in place and make sure you are constantly pushing to help others, especially our buyers and our sellers in this business. Now, personality. Personality makes a big difference when it comes to real estate, right? So you've got some guys that are like me who were really out there, excited, go-getters. We love talking to people. Like nobody's ever been a stranger our entire lives. And you've also got those people who are a little more quiet, a little more reserved. They like to think things through and make sure they're saying and doing the right things. And sometimes it doesn't seem like they're excited to be there, but you know they're doing the job the best that they can. And both personalities are great when it comes to real estate. I promise you, it doesn't matter honestly what your personality type is. There is an opportunity and a place for you in real estate. Now, I will say we totally, totally believe that real estate is constantly building relationships. So whether you are the big go-getter or the quiet reserve, you have to find a way and make some system that works for you to where you can keep talking to people and bring people into the loop. You need to make sure that you're in constant communication. And this is before their client, while they're a client, and even after their clients, once you've closed on the property. Real estate is one of those businesses that when you're in it for a long time, you start to get reoccurring business if you did a good job as a realtor, kept your kept your clients happy, put them in the right positions, you know, kept yourself at the front of their minds after the deal. Are you sending them a birthday card? Are you saying Merry Christmas? All those different things. It's an opportunity to consistently and constantly build relationship and rapport with the people that you are working with. Now, to be an agent, a real estate agent, you do have to have some sort of drive and desire inside of you. This is not the career for somebody who, for lack of better terms, is lazy. This is not a career for somebody who needs somebody to tell them every single day what they need to do. This is not for somebody who wants to sit on the couch and just watch TV all day, per se. This needs to be somebody who's willing to get up and get work done, all right? Now, again, yeah, you get to create your own schedule. You get to kind of make up how you want to do this game a little bit, but you need to be somebody that's willing and ready and you've got a reason to wake up in the morning and get those clients and take care of your clients and be the best that you can be when it comes to these deals. That is our whole goal is to be ready, willing, and able to help our clients whenever they call, whether it's to buy or to sell a property. Maybe they need an appraisal. Maybe there's A problem at the property, and they just need somebody who can communicate with them and give them a good construction advice, you know, get the right people's numbers to them, whether it's a plumber, an electrician, all those different things. We need to make sure we are driven in what we do. Now, being an extrovert obviously helps, I believe. Um, I'm not saying it is the only way to do it, but most realtors you see, they're going to be an extrovert. They're going to be somebody who is at least comfortable putting themselves out there and showing uh, a foot. And sometimes that means you're having a rough day and you have to suck it up and put on a smile. That doesn't mean you're just hiding emotions, but we are to be professional, right? That is our job is to be professions in real estate, of buying and selling real estate in this community, and where you're at, your market, That is our job, to be professional in the market that you're in, selling and buying real estate. So when we're out there, we have to make sure that we put on a good face, that we have to make sure we're showing a good point of view of who we are. We're giving accurate information as well as good information that helps them understand what's actually happening. Now, detail-oriented is a big help. I am not detail-oriented. Richard, Big Rich, is not that detail-oriented sometimes. So it is very helpful in real estate when you have the ability or the opportunity to bring somebody in that can help you be what you're not. You can't expect to be everything to everybody. If you are super detail oriented, if you are good on the papers, but you hate going out and talking to people, that is a great opportunity to connect to somebody who is great at talking to people, great at being out there, whether it's on the phone or in person, that's a good relationship to build because then you guys can use each other's strengths. In our team, we have some people who are really, really good at getting out there and being super explosive and extravagant and talking to people and creating relationships. And then we have people that are really good at the back end of the paperwork and making sure everything is done properly and on time and everything is done by the law and make sure we're actually getting things done. But I do believe being an extrovert can help. Now, being dependable is very important. Doesn't matter who you are you have to be dependable when it comes to real estate. People need to know that they can call you or text you whenever they're having a worry or a situation that pops up or anything like that and that you are going to be available or make yourself available to handle the situation. A lot of times real estate is damage control. Now, yes, you have the good parts of buying homes and putting offers in, things like that, but where your clients are really going to remember you is when you have the offer accepted and you're in the inspection periods and the warranties and the earnest monies and all these different things that are involved with this stuff, if something comes up and you have to handle a situation, how do you handle that situation is how they're going to remember you in the future. So if you're able to handle these situations quickly and we're able to take care of them properly and you know we're going to make the buyers happy and we're going to try to help the sellers be happy or whoever's side you're on, obviously. Uh, That's what they're going to remember. That's what they're going to tell their friends. That's what they're going to tell their family. And so it is important to be dependable in real estate. Now, no matter who you are, time management skills are very important in real estate. You have to find a way that works for you to keep everything in order. There are papers and deadlines and all these different things that we deal with in real estate. And a lot of these things are covered by law. And so you have to make sure that you are following to the letter of the law how things are inputted, how things are responded to, when things are responded to, when initial contact is made, when final contact is made, all these different things you need to make sure that you are prepared to the best of your ability. And so your time management skills are actually going to be very, very important with the different things that we're going to run into in real estate. If you receive an inspection report back and you've only got 24 hours to get it put together and get it to the other agent, that way they can give it to the seller and get signatures, you better not be getting that late. Because if you do, you could be causing a very big problem for your buyer if they didn't want to buy the property or there was something they wanted fixed, but you missed the deadline because you weren't paying attention or you missed the time. And now we're stuck with a property or a problem that we were not expecting. That's not going to make our clients very happy. Now, two of the most important things I truly believe when it comes to real estate agents, you have to be good one at problem solving and two at negotiating my father likes to say it this way we'd like to take crap and turn it into gold real estate is not one of those places where you come in and everything's perfect and it's always going great and oh that that came back right like we expected the appraisal was perfect the inspections are great real estate realistically is not that career there are times that you will get that one deal out of a hundred where it is The perfect deal and everything went flawless everybody was responsive there's no problems or very little problems and they were handled so quickly and well and everybody's happy and that does happen and man it is so cool when it does but the majority of the time it's a problem solving career our job is to bring peace into situations with whoever we're working with our clients our buyers or our sellers And we need to bring peace in the situation, understanding in the situation. Our goal is to help them get the home that they're looking for with peace of mind that is good for them, it's gonna hold up, it's protected, it's nice, it's whatever it is. If you're working with investors, they need to know that the homework was done. We know that X amount of dollars here and X amount of dollars there. There's a lot of things that are involved with real estate. And so if we don't know how to handle situations, if we can't take a problem and find sometimes a very creative way of handling it, it's going to be very difficult to get deals done and build a reputation in this business. Now along with that is negotiation. Negotiation is the number one aspect of real estate. You have to know how to look at a house and a buyer and a seller and look at this offer and make it work. That is what it's about. My father puts it this way a lot of times and he's told me this many times because I would get upset about a situation that was happening in real estate with one of my deals. And he would tell me, he's like, hey, you know what, it really doesn't matter what the other agent did or what the other side of the deal did, if this deal doesn't get to closing, you lost. Even if you win the argument, even if you win this certain situation, if you don't get to closing, you lost. And so for that reason, we do have to be very good at one, keeping our cool, but we got to negotiate. We gotta know, hey, where are we able to move? Where is our client able to give a little? Where are we not willing to give? What is the the other side, whether it's a seller or a buyer? What does the other side need? What are they willing to give and what are they not willing to give? Is it a financial thing we need to change? Is it a warranty thing we need to change? Is it an occupancy thing we need to change? There's many different little aspects to real estate, and it will take you time, but you will learn how to negotiate. After everything we've talked about, we all know that there's a type A and a type B personality, right, or the disc personalities, all these different personalities. There's many ways we could go with this, but what we decided to do today to hopefully help you understand what type of person would be great for real estate is we actually picked out some of the character traits of like a type A, type B person that would help in real estate, that would make you feel more confident, hopefully, in your decision to become a realtor. So if you're a type A personality, things that are going to help you being in real estate is gonna be that you're fast paced. You're going to be great at multitasking you're a self-driven individual you feel impatient and you don't like waiting therefore you are pushing to get the process taken care of you're okay with having a busy schedule and you're a high achiever right these are all type a qualities that in real estate are very very valuable we need people that are fast-paced that are responding to texts and responding to calls and as soon as you get an inspection report you are on the game and hey Multitasking, sometimes you're talking to one client over here, and then this client's trying to get a hold of you, and that client's getting a hold of you today. I'm taking a video right now. I've got showings this evening. I got an offer that needs written. You have to be good at that sometimes. You got to be self-driven. You got to know that I can do this. I'm going to do it for whatever my personal reason is, and everybody's reason is different. But what's that reason that you're doing it? Feeling impatient, you don't like waiting. Now, this can be a fault sometimes, right? We do have to learn to be patient, but it's also great in real estate because you need to make sure that we're as forward thinking as possible, as far ahead in the process as possible. If something might come up, we're trying to already have it solved if possible, if we could see it coming, right? Uh, Having a busy schedule, that's part of it, especially if you want to be a real estate agent full time. It is a busy schedule. And it's a weird schedule. You're going to work eight hours a day still. It might not look like a nine to five, though. It might be an hour here, two hours there, three or four here, another hour there. Real estate's busy, and you've got to be okay with that. And then, of course, being a high achiever, we are always seeking to be better, stronger, faster. We're seeking to do something more and something greater than we've ourselves done before. And these are great type A qualities. Now, with that being said, type B qualities. These are amazing when it comes to real estate agents, all right? We got have a lack of conflict with others, you compete for fun and not to win, you're patient, you're laid back, you go with the flow, you're not stressing and you're empathetic. These are so vital to being a real estate agent just as much as type A's are. You have got to have a lack of conflict with others just because, and as realtors, you will learn this, and you will have to remember this. The other agent is not always trying to get on your bad side and trying to hurt you and trying to mess you up, but they are protecting their client and fighting for their client. That is our job is to take and provide and fight for our client. So sometimes it's not that the agent is wrong or this or that, it's just they're, they're fighting. They're doing what they gotta do. So you have to be okay with hey, I'm, I'm not upset with them, you've got to brush under the rug, take care of the situation that you're in, take care of the problem that needs to be fixed. And it's a great opportunity, man, if you have that lack of conflict, if you can bring peace into a situation, it truly, truly does help, especially in future transactions. People are imperfect right? And so every single time we walk into a new situation, everything has changed. The characteristics have changed, the people have changed, a lot of things have changed, and you've got to be okay with not allowing that stress to overtake what you're doing. And then one of the most important things you can do as a real estate agent is be empathetic. Now, this is for your client as well as the clients that we're working on the other side of the deal with. Having empathy, Understanding the situation, understanding the thought process will help you navigate, negotiate, and get things done, taken care of properly. My father likes to remind our team a lot that you don't always know what the other person is going through, whether that's an agent you're speaking to, a seller, a lender, a title agency. Although it might seem like they're blowing you off, although it might seem like, hey, you're just You know, there's a plethora of things that could happen, just leave it at that, right? It doesn't matter though, you actually don't know that maybe that day their dog died, maybe one of their children are sick, maybe a check didn't come through the way they thought it would and now their bills are out of whack. You honestly don't know what the other person is dealing with, so you have to have empathy in this business to keep peace and help get these deals to the closing table. That is what real estate is about. We are trying to help our clients get to the closing table and make sure we have the best deal possible for who we are working with. Who should be a realtor? I think anybody can be a realtor. I think there's a lot of pros and cons to anybody. And I think as long as you're driven, as long as you're capable, as long as you're willing to work, as long as you're willing to push, be patient, and all these other things we talked about today, I believe that anybody truly can be a realtor. A realtor is about finding out who you are and how you wanna play the game. Now, if you wanna be super aggressive, by all means, go for it. You will have good things and bad things that will happen. And if you want to be very laid back and patient, go for it because you will have good and bad happen. Most of the time, what I do see though, is after some time, each person figures out the best way that works for them and there's a good middle ground that most real estate agents will find. And I believe that you too, if you want to be a realtor, will find that middle ground and become super successful in the game of real estate. Thank you for listening to today's episode you can connect with us on facebook and instagram at creative solutions also if you guys have any questions or topics you would like for us to discuss email us at info at Realtors.com. we also have our online website listed in the description below for more in-depth training about real estate